regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features of show. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that's the same every week. I want to start this week with a question for my two co-hosts, Steve Hogarty and John Lugblad. Mm, my question is, who do you think the most famous person has is who's listened to our podcast and gone, not for me? Oh, hmm. Hmm. I'd say Frank Ocean. Yeah, I think Frank Ocean as well. <laughs> I yeah. was thinking Frank Ocean. It's Frank Ocean, isn't it? Yeah. He was halfway through recording Channel Orange, and he listened to episode 142, and he yeah. went, oh, not for me. Not, not for me. me. Don't go bother. I'm going to go back to writing my Neo Soul ballads for Channel Orange, because I'm Frank Ocean. Yeah. I think he liked the energy and the... um. The, the vibe, but he found it just a little bit too unstructured. Mm. He never unsubscribed, though, so we are getting those little downloads registered on our SoundCloud. So thanks, Frank, for not clicking unsubscribe. Thanks so much, Frank. He's actually on Google Podcasts, and that they are <gasps> um, shutting Google Podcasts down They're now. winding so it. Bye-bye, oh, Frank Ocean. Bye, Frank. Oh, wow. bye. lovely. What a run. Nothing lasts forever. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what are the what are, what are the features you're doing this week that might upset a um, famous artist? Well, this week, I have got a feature all about a traffic stop. Imagine you're speeding down the motorway. Uh, beep, beep. 80 miles an hour. Uh, 90 miles an hour. Uh, and then the pigs decide to ruin your fun. Gah. Log, what do you got? I have invited a very special friend on who has a very special power. It's mm. a power that has been unseen since the days of You Bet on ITV, and it's the power to identify what season of Friends you are watching simply by observing the hairstyles of Jennifer Aniston. I, I would watch that on You Bet immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. I, for one, am trying to lull our readers into a false sense of security. K- kiss security. Kiss security. So Lock that your can, lips on these. <laughs> so I can give them a big sloppy one, and then <laughs> they'll give me their house. Wow. Wow. I want a fucking house. Hit it! Just one more feature. Give it to me. Delicious ice cream. God, I'm sorry, you're recording. From Italy. Regular features. Um, this feature is. I'll oh, say so you're, you're lacking your usual energy introducing your feature this week. Hi. Um, yeah, I've written a uh, regular feature, and it's uh, it's about this. Now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Steve's regular feature, traffic stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know about you guys, but on TikTok, I've started getting served lots of videos of, I think they call themselves auditors, and I may have mentioned this on the podcast before. They are people who, during road traffic stops, in the UK particularly, but also in America, they tell the police that they are not 
they are freemen of the land. They are sovereign citizens, and they are not employed by the corporation. Oh mm. God, is that yes? And they are not driving; they are traveling in the, and they just whittle off all of this inane stuff about the Magna Carta. Am, and it got I'm not bound by legislation. You cannot bind me with your acts of parliament. <laughs> I have a feeling you might run into these people a lot, Lug. <laughs> They come into my pub and say, no, no purchases for me, simply beer, that's all. <laughs> as is I my right. Like, <laughs> I feel like they become Masons easily as well. I might be wrong, but I no, feel Masons like there's fucking a... love law, mate. Oh, we, yes, we, we fucking solemnly agree to abide by the laws of the land of whatever country we happen to be in at the time. Oh, so you sorry. agree to? Yeah, we agree to. Like, we've got any fucking choice. It's the law, mate. (laughs) Oh, very nice of you to agree to do the law. (laughs) I love that. I knew there was something about the Masons that would be a bit like, oh, yeah, no, we, yeah, we agree with the laws. Yeah, it's fine. That's okay. Yeah, we're actually going to follow the laws. It's nice. We're okay. (laughs) Um, I've written a little script. Uh, to if if any of the readers aren't familiar with this this form of uh, viral video on TikTok, just to elucidate and um, words 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 words. Let's do the script. <laughs> wow, I knew what you meant. You just said words words words, and it just I knew what you meant by it. <laughs> Sometimes I say like lots a Pokemon, of words, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> when just a few will do. Now, do you know the reason why I stopped you, sir? Am I being detained? Not at the moment, but I will need to see your insurance and your driver's licence to verify who you are. Hmm, have I committed a crime? Not at this moment in time, no, but under the Road Traffic Act have you, of 19... Excuse me, sir, I don't mean to interrupt, but have you read the Magna Carta? Like, actually sat down, spread it across your lap? and read the document? So we can get to that in a minute, but under the Road Traffic Act of 19... 19- I am conveyancing my carriage as is my right as a sovereign freeman of the land, and I do not consent to your unlawful impedance of my rightful carriageway. What is your name, sir? I'm Officer Sherbert, sir. The issue we have here is that me and my colleague have witnessed your vehicle travelling in excess this of 19... 19- this is not my vehicle. I'm sorry, sir. This chocolate carriage is my personal conveyance, and as such, I am not under contract right. with... Right. Just sit there for a minute, sir, while I go and have a chat with my colleague. This is bloody ridiculous. Officer Sherbert. Sergeant Jellybeans. And what seems to be the problem? Another one of these sovereign citizen idiots claims he's travelling, not driving. Oh, God. God, has he mentioned the Magna Carta yet? Within seconds, as if any of this nonsense ever stands up in court. Well, it always gives Judge Lemon Drops a good laugh to see them try. Oh shit, off the shirt, but the suspect is fleeing. Get into the candy car, quick! Cut you, fascists! Dispatch, we're in pursuit of a chocolate hatchback travelling at 80 northbound on the Curly Whirly Highway. <laughs> this guy's hiding something, I know it. Suspect is taking exit 10 towards Fudge Village, requesting backup. He's heading straight for the Peppermint Parade! I'm going to murder everyone! I think he shouted that he's going to murder everyone! Stay on him, Sherbert. Remember your training. Dispatch, this is Sergeant Jellybeans of the Licorice Tactical Unit. We need an immediate evacuation of a peppermint parade. 
Oh my god, his boot just flew open. It's full of fizz whiz. That's bombs in our world. I'm gonna ram him with our candy car. If you do that, we all die. You know that, right? And if I don't, this maniac will murder countless of those tiny white chocolate mice that taste like soft pegs. My daughter is one of those mice. She's my daughter too, you know. Officer Sherbert, you know what to do. Tragic reports coming in from Bon Bon Valley, where two courageous officers sacrificed their lives to prevent what authorities are now saying was an attempted terrorist attack on the historic Peppermint Parade. The parade, which each year honours Candytown's supreme leader, Oliver Cromwell, has been postponed until later today. Oh, that's just awful news. Who would want to harm our Lord Protector? It really is unthinkable. Coming up next, more trouble at the gumdrop border as a second wave of illegal immigrants attempts to enter our great nation. Border officials say the invading horde has been neutralized by our new state-of-the-art auto turrets, but that more military funding is required if we're to protect our way of life from these vermin. That's your evening update. I'm Palmer Violet for GB News. Stay safe under Cromwell's eye. That's that. Oh, I hope to return to Candy's Candy Crush Saga Village one day. <laughs> yeah, like any good uh, viral TikTok sovereign citizen video, I made you sympathize with the police first, then with the driver, then with the police again, and then you realize, no, just the driver. Because yes. it's a totalitarian sweet yeah. state. <laughs> the totalitarian sweet state. <laughs> <laughs> it's where you'd love to lick the boots. <laughs> oh, very oh, nice. good. Oh, very good. The, Fuck yeah. Lick the shoelaces. That is, that is good. I'm Gandalf, and I put a spell on you because you're mine. The mines of Moria, that is. <laughs> regular features. And now it's time for my regular feature. You may have noticed I've been getting a little bit political over the last couple of episodes really kind of socking it to the establishment and i thought what better time than to invite my old friend uh the political pundit wolf blitzer onto the show again as you know i can't be in the same room as him because he disgusts me so i'll just clippity clop my <laughs> my horse hooved way towards the door and he'll slither in like the grizzly snake that he is i'm sure goodbye Horse sound effects. Slithering sound effect. <laughs> Hello. Oh, no, that's not right. No, this is my voice. Crazy, stupid town you live in. Hi, I'm Wolf Blitzer. And as a matter of fact, I've given up on politics because it's all so silly these days. People are all around the scientists this and Robert F. Kennedy that. Robert F. Kennedy? You know what I say? Kennedy Benedy boops on your nose and no taxi backsies. <laughs> I'm sorry I got excited, Zen. I didn't mean it. You can do a little taxi backsie. Wolf doesn't mind. 
So, as you know, years ago in 2016, I turned my back on my dozens of little kitty cats because they were so mean and disreputable. And now I have turned my back on politics. I'm getting quite dizzy from all this turning my back around, I can tell you. So, but now I can finally focus on my true passion, which is being able to tell what season of Friends I am watching from the hair on the bones of Jennifer Aniston. For example, take this for a nice example. Jennifer Aniston's hair on the bones of her head in season six of Friends was so long and so nice. She was like a big Rapunzel with her hair on the bones of her head all, all tumbling down like her body like gymnasts at the circus. She could have walked around naked in every scene of every episode of every season and it would have been okay because her hot locks would have covered her num-nums. Then in season seven, she was like a private Benjamin, a real G.I. Jane, with, like, monsters and animated tattoos of dragons squirming across her wiry, battle-hardened body. I shouted into my VCR machine, No more, please, Wolf, no likey, no lighty. No likey, no likey. Do you, do you, my friends, do you have any favorites of the hair on the bones of the head of the and Jennifer Aniston? Are you, say, a season three bangs boy? Or do you like all the biscuit crumbs and the paint and the gasoline and the cum that she had in there on season 11? <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> you clearly don't have any opinions on the hair on the bones of the head of Jennifer Aniston, so I would just like to jump straight ahead and play my little game with you. <laughs> I will play you the clips from the Friends show, and then together... Well, me, not together. You sit there. I will guess what season this is from, from the hair on the bones of the lovely Jennifer Aniston's head, who has just probably stepped out of a salon. Let's go for it. Friends, friends one underscore mixed down. Please, let's play. Where's my milk solids? My milk solids was in this box. <laughs> Jennifer, have you been eating Jerry's milk solids? <laughs> no, I have not. Not by the hairs on my chinny chin chin. In that case, why is there a trail of hard milk bits all on your jumper? <laughs> Ooh, what can I say? I'm a lucky lady, and that's why I'm going to the horse races to bet on a horse. <laughs> Ooh. What horse are you going to bet on, Jennifer? Gunter's given me ten to one on Joey's milk solids. Why are applauding? Oh, that one is easy. That is season 12 where Jennifer Aniston's hair was all back combed and she looked like a stinky bitch. I wrote so many letters to Jennifer that year telling her that she would give herself split ends and that she did not reply to my letters. Instead, she replied in my dreams where she hovered over my body and cackled and put her big fingernail over my mouth while I whimpered and vet myself because she was so strong. Anyway, do you know what the end of that clip? Did you hear the little extra laugh at the end of that clip? 
the readers would not have seen that like me and you did, but there was a little visual joke there where Joey had popped a bollock out of his zipper and there was googly eyes on his bollock and he's holding a large paper speech bubble to his bollock that says, you don't have to be nuts to work here, but it helps. <laughs> that, that, uh, that, to my palate, what has been trained on the cut and thrust of political punditry, that was quite childish, but I think by season 12, Joey Tribbiani had checked out. Play the next clip, please. I want to play more of this game of mine. Phoebe, can you come with me to Central Park? I want to slide a long, fat coffee into my thigh. <laughs> Not now, Ross. I'm pulling some wool out of this fucking hole in the wall. What are you doing with wool in your walls? You're making some kind of... Scarf out of your house? <laughs> I don't know, do I look like some kind of fucking architect? <laughs> what do architects even look like already? I'm sure I don't know. Go. Look, either help me get this chunky nits out of my cavities or fuck off, Ross! Bitch! Fucking hell. Oh, that one is just so easy, too. That was season 19, where one of the friends had died and they tried to introduce a new character called Penelope, who was just a foul-mouthed cow who kept finding wool everywhere. The audience got really angry with her because she wouldn't join in the antics of the friends because of all the wool she kept finding. One episode, she wouldn't kiss Ross because she had found some wool in her dustbin. Wool? What the hell is wool? And uh, the audience got they got so, the audience got so angry. One man shouted, "That's the wool you found in your washing machine last week. We watched you put it in the bin last week. You can't find the same wool twice. There has to be rules about the wool you keep finding." Penelope was written out of the show after the live studio audience started firing bows and arrows into the set. Phoebe. Oh, Phoebe. Chandler, you, you've got to get over here. Jennifer's got a turkey on her head. Yeah, it's really out of character for her. I, I know, it happened to Joey last Thanksgiving, but you kind of expect Joey to get his head stuck in a turkey. The way she's standing, it's just not funny. Like her arms, they're just limp by her sides. It's there's no joy in it. It's upsetting. <laughs> oh, oh, of course I've tried putting sunglasses on the turkey. I'm not stupid. <laughs> she just looks even worse, if anything. She looks defeated. Oh, God. Can you talk when you're inside one of those turkeys? Uh, let, me, let me just watch a YouTube video of what had happened to Joey. Well, then help me get it off. Plus... Well, it smells really bad in here. Of course it smells really bad. You have your head up a dead animal. Oh, my God. You can actually talk with the turkey on your head. That, that means she's choosing not to talk. It makes it even sadder. <laughs> I think she's lost the will to go on. I think she's dying. 
Sorry. What, Sorry. what a be- beautiful monologue. I forgot that from Friends. Yes, it's my favorite. It's from season 24 of my favorite show, Friends. In this season, you never see Jennifer Aniston's hair because she never takes the turkey off her head. Mm. She never has, in fact, since. There are, there are whispers in Hollywood, tittle-tattle and such like, that she is some, she's in some kind of celebrity hibernation state, a cocoon state, if you will, where her hair is approaching its final form. I can't wait for her new hair to blast out of that turkey and pick me up like a fist and hold me to her face. And I can't move my arms. And Jennifer Aniston says, Woof, you worm. You should never have left your the situation room. Now you belong to my hair. And her hair will go down my throat. And it'll be like in the Marvel movies where you zoom into my blood system and all my platelets are hairy. Oh, God. God, has anyone got a towel, please? I've made a terrible mistake in my clothes. Oh, Jesus I've got to go now. Bye. <laughs> made a terrible mistake in my clothes. <laughs> one day, one day, I hope to meet Wolf Blitzer. He seems like a very interesting character. <laughs> I didn't know Wolf Blitzer was so into Bayonetta. <laughs> <laughs> I, there was a point where I realized, oh, this is just Bayonetta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh, God, I don't, I don't know if he's even played it. Regular feature. Yes. What's the next one? I hope it's something about Gabby's bum. His two buttocks as sweet as roses, between which the girls will stick their noses. I feel like we talk about the podcast business quite a lot. Like we're some sort of Martin Lewis figures for the for audio guys. Mm. Yeah, um, but I'm going to. It's a long time. We've picked up some tricks. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, I'm going to continue to because I was listening. Well, I wasn't listening to some podcast adverts today because they're so formulaic. I fucking hate them. <laughs> they're all just a famous person who tries to relate the ad read to something in their own life or work, and then they do the quick plug at the end. And so you just switch off, and they become sort of a background noise. So I'm going to... some of my closest friends together, and we talked about work, love, and the rest in a way that's highly relatable. Except for how rich rich. we all are. (laughs) (laughs) And the stuff we're advertising is free, you fucking idiots. (laughs) Are you I'm talking gonna... about uh, people who advertise um, like uh, like mattresses, and then there's clearly a bit in the ad read where they're like, then talk about a personal story about how sleep has interrupted your day. Mm, square brackets, mm, yeah, very much square bracket situation on the script. Um, well, I thought I'd round up a few prime examples. Try not to switch off during these. I know it's boring, um, but I thought I'd recount some in accents I haven't fully thought about yet. Do you want us to have a buzzer if one of them becomes problematic? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm James Acaster. Fair, uh, fair, fair, fair play. Fair play. <laughs> I've been sent this lovely bottle of Pepsi Max Mango Edition. I'm going to drink it now. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. This isn't Pepsi Max in the bottle. It's actually a highly compressed Simba mattress that's immediately exploded (laughs) out when I cracked the lid and knocked over my dog, my rocking horse. I forgot he rolls his ass. 
and a non-structural <laughs> wall. It looks great, and I might actually try and drink a bit too. Simba mattresses. They can be compressed extremely much. That's one of them. <laughs> that was a passable James Acaster impression. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It it's fell off a like, bit at the end. But <laughs> Can I do a James Acaster impression? No, I can't. No. It's not that easy. You made it sound easier than it is. You just got to say, fair play. Fair uh, play. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a load of this impression. <laughs> Fuck. It's James A. Caster again. Yeah. <laughs> Tell the way your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> That's just nervousness. Hello, I'm Dem Kelly Holmes. I'm well known for my multiple gold medals in javelin or cycling or something, but I'm equally well known for having a single very long hair growing out of the middle of my forehead. I was absolutely furious when Manscaped got in touch and offered me a very, very thin razor to chop it off for money. And this advert is not about that. That's why I was so happy to be contacted by Head and Shoulders, who have created a new formula, Head and Shoulders and Long Forehead Hair, which aims to strengthen my long forehead hair at the root. Over time, hardening it into a powerful and majestic horn from which I will hang my various accolades and run around the park. Buy it new. <laughs> well, who let that cow in at the end? <laughs> That's Dame Dame Kelly, Kelly Holmes, Holmes you're talking about. No. <laughs> That's really that sorry. island coup that she travels around on. Um, right. The final podcast ad read. Hi, I'm the ghost of David Portillo. Bet you didn't know I was dead, but I am. One of my famous train excursions saw me recreate... I always do the R thing. Saw me recreate the bridge over the river Kwai. But I forgot to get out before the bridge exploded because I love trains so much. I just sat in the buffet car eating a Carolyn curry and plummeted directly into the Kwai. The Kwai is a very big river, and my last thoughts were this Carolyn Curry is getting very wet. If you've been injured in a workplace accident <laughs> like me, call me the ghost of David Portillo. I won't be able to answer the phone because my hands keep wafting through the receiver, but I'll be very happy that you called. I really am extremely furious about being a dead ghost. So those are three podcast adverts that you likely press the skip 15 seconds button on every time they pop up did you get your portillos mixed up <laughs> who's the other portillo michael yeah. portillo he's the one who goes around on trains. oh who's david portillo <laughs> i just looked it up to make sure i was correct when i said this he is a tenor singer in the okay uh uh opera the op you know the opera he's in the Louvre that's who I meant it is David Portillo the and opera he singer love he loves trains as well he just doesn't go on about it he's got a much much lesser known series of train documentaries <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just feel the need to get a fucking TV show this is the thing podcast adverts don't work on me anymore because I've heard so many of them and then today I heard this and it snapped me out of my malaise 
many of our listeners are generous people who give up their time and money for good causes, but we need you to now give your blood. <laughs> that absolutely oh, blew my mind. And it so much so that it keeps playing on my phone in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Just out of nowhere, a man saying, thanks to our listeners for being so generous. Now give us your blood. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking tight shits. <laughs> really, really, like snap me to attention. And I was thinking, whoa, why do they want my blood? Um, turns out this advert is from a podcast duo called Dane and Howard who are encouraging listeners to donate blood to help those with sickle cell anemia, which mm. is really nice. But being nice is not what stuck in my mind after I heard this advert. What stuck in my mind is that podcasts are now so powerful that they can just ask listeners to shoot litres of their own juice out, and they'll do it. We are sitting on a gold mine. What else could we ask listeners to do by framing it as some sort of well-meaning advertising i'm gonna ask everyone who comes to the live show on saturday to come and fart on my nose <laughs> well actually log oh i should have said that the other way around to make it less ambiguous fart and come on my nose <laughs> <laughs> it was very vague log. i'm really glad you cleared that up well, what I've done is written an appeal to regular features readers, and I'm going to read it now. Hopefully, everyone will tune out until they hear the important parts. Hi, I'm Joe Scrabbles from Regular Features, the podcast that's the same every week. We all like to make a joke around here, but we're not just chuckling, laugh a minute, hoo-ha men all the time. Some of us have real problems in our lives. Mostly Log. Log lives a simple, ascetic life, untroubled by greed, aside from occasionally needing to drink an entire box of rosé wine because he says it sends him into the Zim place before a feature about big boys. But Log has a problem. He's known as a landlord, a lord of some land. But if you were to drop a baby monitor down his chimney on a little string and listen to him of an evening, you'd hear weeping, you'd hear the frustrated thump of fist on lintel, and you might just hear... Call myself a landlord, I don't even lord over that much land. I need more land! And that's where you come in. If you're listening to this, you probably have a house. And we need you to give Log your house. You see, with just two to three thousand more houses, Log will be able to have many more houses than he currently has right now. Mm. Please, send Log your house. Just send us a stamped envelope with the phrase, I want to give Log my house on the back, and we'll send a massive lorry to your house, like in that episode of Thunderbirds where they tried to move the Empire State Building across New York for reasons I cannot be bothered to Wikipedia. That lorry will pick up your house and dump it somewhere in Nottingham for Log to find and have and roll around in or whatever he does. With your help, Log will be the lord of so much land, and it will make us all very happy indeed. Please include all the things in your house. Don't take them away before the lorry shows up. If we see a light patch of wallpaper that looks suspiciously like an antique portrait has been removed, we will send bailiffs to the plot of dirt that used to contain your house, and they will dig it up, and they will look for your buried treasures. They're extremely thorough. And if you're carrying around the antique portrait that I was talking about of cats in various states of undress doing a burlesque show, woe betide you. The bailiffs will find you, fire an anaesthetic dart into your shoulder, and they will take it. 
And if you go to another country with the antique portrait, chisel those cats on it, stripping, being watched by a braying audience of dogs and men, we will shoot down that plane and just hope it, that the portrait isn't damaged because you've probably got it in a special case. And if you try to give the antique portrait to a museum that specializes in pictures of stripping cats and horny dogs and men, and by the way, the club they're stripping in appears to be that club out of Blade, with the blood sprinklers from the start of Blade, we will burgle that museum post-haste. What I'm saying is that if you are that one reader with that portrait, give us your house. We want that picture. The whole thing's the house thing pretext. We just want that picture because it makes me horny. Please help us now. I could have had two to three thousand houses and you fucked it, Joe. I didn't. <laughs> it's a byproduct. The houses are like the silver to the portraits gold. The houses are like the marmite to your brewer's yeast. <laughs> <laughs> I call them the angel's share. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so pretty excited about the live show at the weekend because I think the Canal Cafe Theatre might be surrounded by a village of goods. <laughs> well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you like the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by donating an amount of your choosing. If you donate £2 per episode... We will spike your human name and sting you a fresh B name. That's right. B names for new patrons. That's the deal. Boys, could you please give B names to the following new patrons? A B name, please, for Mark Britton. Up, down, up, down. That's the waggle dance for Tickle My Stinger. <laughs> I love it. I was just I was just trying to picture it, like because I didn't know that waggle dancing was an up down thing. Do, I does, don't know waggle if it dancing, is. does waggle dancing involve like taking off and then landing again? Well, no. Oh, I'm or not thinking of that. A... I'm thinking they're on their six legs and they're just like bending. Oh <laughs> god, so it's like squats <laughs> and pump, pumping the ground. Right. Squats kind and of pumping. Sexual. <laughs> okay, now now I'm down with it. At last, sorry. Bees right. in the waggle dance. Bees aren't communic. They're communicating like distance and direction, but not. Altitude. Budley are at six o'clock. Someone's been an RPB. <laughs> no, it's a date. Meet me by the Budley at six o'clock. <laughs> I want to fucking suck your legs. A B name, please, for Kezia Michael Gray. I want to suck your legs. <laughs> I want to suck your legs. I want to suck your legs. I want to suck your legs. Your legs. <laughs> and if you sting me, I'll be happy all the time. All the time. All the time. All the time. <laughs> a bee name, please, for James Hargreaves. Be in a cobweb. Crying emoji. <laughs> You're really into the emoji game. You gave Drone Strike 100 not long ago. <laughs> Great, now I have to... I know they use emojis in the Discord, so it's making it easier. <laughs> so the first emoji that came up was the was the cry laughing emoji. <laughs> oh, yeah, do oh that. Oh, my God. That. That's fucking savage. <laughs> Being a cobweb. <laughs> Only because I couldn't find the normal crying one immediately. 
when they don't care to look or scroll any further. <laughs> I think that's way better. <laughs> We've been hacked by wasps. <laughs> We've been hacked by wasps. <laughs> also, when you support us on Patreon, you get access to the regular features Discord channel. It's called The Hive, you know. Like where bees live. And it's where we all hang out and talk about our feelings, stingers, thorax, and abdomen. Abdomens. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Regular Features Podcast. We might even be seeing some of you tomorrow. Or if this episode doesn't go up this week, which it might not do because we're all preparing to do a live show <laughs> in two days, <laughs> we will have seen you last week. And we loved you. And still do. Regular Fichero.